0: This is the weekly sales meeting for May 21st, 2023. My name is Chris Fleming. You can reach me at chris at cdmediaconsulting.com or go to our website at cdmediaconsulting.com. Today's topic is Overcoming Everyman Syndrome. Everyone enters the conversation from their own point of view. People apply their own personal biases and personal viewpoint to business decisions. Even though we know we shouldn't, we do it anyway. Nowhere is that more evident than when it comes to making business marketing decisions. In some cases, it is downright indignant and no amount of physical evidence can overcome the personal experience bias. It is applied by decision makers executing this important business decision. If they do it, so does everyone else. Call this the everyman syndrome. And that personal lens extends to their immediate personal circle. It is a group that contains such intellectual stalwarts like their cousin Jimmy. He watched a YouTube video on marketing, so he is an expert. And niece, Gracie, who is a 12-year-old social media influencer on TikTok. They said it. They do it. So it has to be true. Each of our customers believe they are everyman. What they do is what everyone does. Evidence is unnecessary in the face of unwavering, albeit misguided, belief. Think I am wrong about this? Look at the American political landscape for proof. Those who lean conservative believe their opponents are the devil. The same is true for liberals. The other side is to blame. There is no voice of reason anymore. There is only blind allegiance to feelings and shallow beliefs. We believe it to be so, then it is so. Money is spent day after day on marketing solutions that don't have a prayer of being successful. These are based on someone's personal experience or principle. For those of us representing audience bases, this is great if we run into champions of our cause— If we have raving fans of our product, our job gets easier. If the converse is true, we have a long uphill battle. These battles are rarely won. They can be a large source of frustration for sellers. The Internet's claim to fame is as the information superhighway. The Internet has done the world a disservice. Its intent was to become a way to disseminate information to all. The implied nature of the intent was all the information would be accurate and truthful. Boy, were we wrong about that. Now we have a generation of skeptics out there who have ceded the arbiter of truth to Google and Facebook. Even though we know there are more articles and stories on the Internet that can be debunked by going to page two of Google search. For some reason, the printed nature of internet content becomes the referee of truth, even when the seller throws in the yellow flag. Consider the source of the information. Those doing business online only will have you believe that all commerce takes place after the hypertext transfer protocol address. This crusade is led by Google and its social media cousins. Meanwhile, on Main Street, a whole different world of commerce exists. Can they both be right? Not according to the Internet, and not according to those who champion its usage. Those who believe in more traditional means of reaching people would have you believe the Internet is a fad. Their belief is one day, it will go away. Well, it might, but only if the power goes out. What can we do to overcome the ardent creed of internal righteousness? knowing what we know about the human condition we know how this goes when we make a choice we take a stand we pour concrete around our own feet so as to not be bowled over by someone with opposing views when we encounter someone with different views than our own and ideas that challenge our conventional wisdom they become our mortal enemy Back to politics, you know this to be true. The game is set up to be adversarial when we meet people with opposing views. In the business world, there are only a few such arenas of disagreement. Business principles are solid, but one of them is where to put marketing messages. These decisions become wholly personal and guided by our internal convictions. They become emotional decisions based on personal preference, reference, or experience they are not grounded in fact or even backed up with irrefutable proof they are gut feelings people need it out. They need a pathway to move away from the position they occupy that allows them to save face. If you are selling one thing and they believe another, you have to give them a clear path to safety. One that allows them to still hold their current belief while embracing your new position. They need to be reassured they are doing the right thing. When a choice is made, it is almost absolute. To change direction, most need to look for something or someone to make the case backing up the decision. While their internal premise might be wrong. It is theirs. They will be skeptical of anything else that is not of their own making. Without this path to the high ground, and in light of their own uncertainty, they are content to do nothing. Or worse, they will take the position of waiting and seeing. To overcome emotional friction, counter with emotion, not logic. The logical argument would use facts and figures to make the case. But as the political world has shown us, people fighting with conviction will not give up their personal high ground. And once established, even in the face of the obvious logic, they will dig in even harder. Double down on the insanity, whether you agree with them or not. Instead, we must make an emotional appeal. We need to back that appeal up with peer-validated, experiential, Proof. It needs to come from other members of the everyman tribe. The emotional appeal will be about solving a problem or creating an opportunity. When laid out as a solution to a challenge, emotion kicks in and then the logic goes out the window. Since it's already left the building, don't try to use it. Stay in the world of emotion. Explore hopes, dreams, trials, and fears. Get these on the table. They are the weapons of emotional combat. It is not that we are fighting, but we are sparring with irrationality. We can counter with different emotional triggers. We can back that up with pure validation from every man or every woman. People that look, act, and sound like your prospects. This is the other weapon in a seller's quiver. Arm yourself with the video testimonial. Carry them with you on your smartphone. Go to your best four or seven clients. Ask them why they do business with you. Ask them if they were hesitant before doing it the first time. Record these on your phone. Don't worry about the video fidelity as long as the audio is clear. Coach them. You are directing the show. It can be an unsteady video. In fact, it would be better if it was unsteady displays a degree of honesty and authenticity that is what people are looking for if it looks too polished it will have a hint of helsinki syndrome attached to it the audience will be looking off to the side for a hostage situation use these emotional tools to counter the craziness of the everyman syndrome couple that with your enthusiasm together these are the tools to break through If selling is the transfer of confidence and emotion, be the conduit of those elements. Even at that, the success rate may be low. Remember, the reality is if you lined up 50 people and asked them the same question, you would get 50 different answers. Our challenge is convincing them that there are people who think differently, act differently, and do different things. Easier said than done, right? If you have the enthusiasm, passion, and belief that you have a product you represent that can help your customers, your belief in your product can overcome Everyman Syndrome. Your ability to transfer the confidence and emotion of your product will get you past this obstacle. It won't work every time. It may work part of the time, but it is better than creating an argument you can't win or throwing your hands in the air and giving up altogether. Some years ago, we had a salesperson who was excellent at selling WWE. Wrestling at the time was not a huge moneymaker for us, but she was passionate about the show. She studied the characters. She knew the heroes and the heels. She knew the storyline each week. She knew the wrestlers and the schedules. That understanding allowed her to transfer that emotion, that passion, and enthusiasm to her customers. As you might imagine, she met a lot of resistance when she approached people about being in wrestling. If she ran into fans, it was an easy sell, but most were not. She met those with preconceived notions about the program and preconceived notions about the audience of the program. But she broke them down with these emotional appeals. She showed them how to make a connection that could never be broken. She was so successful at this approach that she soon had a waiting list of people who wanted to be in the show. It wasn't every man wrestling clients either. She had businesses across the board that would advertise in the show. Many of them were not fans, but became raving fans because of our salesperson. Because she believed in the product, they believed in her product. This transfer of emotion led to a transfer of equity from the station to the program and a transfer of equity from the audience to the advertiser. This is the way we can overcome everyman syndrome. Use emotions to combat misguided logic. Use social proof and peer validation other everyman customers to transfer equity. Use your own confidence, emotion, enthusiasm, and belief to move the needle in your favor. This is a challenge as we move forward, but you can be the one that harnesses this method. You can be that person that sells with passion and enthusiasm. You can be the one that challenges every man with emotional controls. It starts with selling yourself. Sell you in your presentation. Be enthusiastic and passionate about the products you represent. Be passionate about the results you know you can achieve for your clients. There will be opportunities throughout the coming years. Clients are looking for a partner who is fervent and impassioned One with no doubt in their ability to help them reach potential customers. They want someone who will challenge their current belief with an emotional appeal. You will have to leave them a pathway to escape and still hold the high ground. This is not a right or wrong decision. Rather, it is a right and more right position. Your customer can still be right when they buy into your more right position. It will be one that solves a problem or offers an opportunity. This way, we can overcome every man or every woman syndrome. My book, Yes, I'm a Salesman, You Can Be Too, is now available on Amazon.com. If you like what you have heard here today, please consider ordering a copy or two. You can always send one to a friend. Go to cdmediaconsulting.com right now and follow the instructions to order.